America. Here's your host, the Red Baron of Boots on the Street podcast. Welcome. I hope everyone is having a good week. It's hump day. I'm doing well. Out here grinding, making power moves, you know, trying to make some decisions. I was looking at getting a BMW yesterday and this morning, matter of fact. I was going to trade my Suburban in for it and everything, but uh, eh, I think I'm going to hold out. It's tempting, but it was the X3 series. It's tempting, but BMW has a reputation of being a cash pit, and I'm really not into dumping a lot of money into high maintenance on a vehicle, especially when my Suburban is in excellent condition in and out. So let me get into today's topic. I know lately we've been talking about relationships, which we should, because no matter what in life, everybody, we all are involved in some type of relationship, whether it's with our partners, our wives, our spouses, or on the job. So today's episode is about can we end a relationship peacefully? Can we end a relationship peacefully? And what does that look like ending a relationship peacefully? America, when is it time to end a relationship? Let's talk about that. When is the time to end a relationship? Is it when it's no longer bringing the best out of both of you? And people say, well, what that mean? Constant fighting, arguing, abuse, neglect. And, and we're not just going to harp on physical abuse, but let's talk about mental and emotional abuse. For instance, you're in a relationship and you're, you could be married, you could be dating. But if you have to start pulling teeth and nails just to have sexual intercourse with somebody and you're only getting it like once a month and y'all living together... And you have that conversation and they still don't want to change their ways and they're doing it on purpose as a control factor. Well, how far do you expect for this relationship to go? What about when if you're separated for a while? How long are you supposed to remain separated? There has to be a time, America, where we say to ourselves, okay, this relationship is no longer benefiting us. It's not going to the next level. Every relationship has problems. I'm not telling you to pull the ejection seat on relationships when they have problems, but every relationship has their problem. I, speaking for myself, believe it's time to end a relationship when one party don't want to do anything to better it. When everything else around them is a priority except for the relationship. When other people, relationships, and their kids are priorities. Pardon me is uh, a priority to them over their relationship. It's time to end it. America, listen. You uh, you can't be in a relationship by yourself. You can't. You can't be the only one in a relationship that's in love. And the other person is not reciprocating love. You can't be the only one in a relationship that's showing respect, trying to grow, better yourself for the betterment of the relationship. And the other person is regressing, going backwards. Hiding behind family members or hiding behind friends. It, 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 it takes two to be in a relationship, but it also takes two for a relationship to fail. What does it look like in a relationship healthy, in a healthy manner? It can be done. Do both parties want to do it? Sometime. Not all the time, but sometime. 
My thing is this. If both of you are in a relationship and you know that this relationship has been coming to an end for a while and one person say, all right, I'm ready to move on or start seeing other people, you shouldn't get mad. You know the status of your relationship. Now, it's one thing if you're out there saying, hey, look, I'm trying, I, I, want, us to, I want us to work on a relationship and I want us to be the best we could be towards each other and I'm willing to commit to working on it. And then the other person come back and tell you, well, I want to see other people. Now, that's grimy. But if you telling the person, well, I ain't thinking about this relationship right now. I ain't even thinking about the relationship. Well, what you get mad for when you find out the person wants to move on? And especially if the person told you, hey, look, I waited for you. You're not reciprocating love, commitment, or any type of loyalty to the marriage or relationship. I'm ready to move on. Why would you get salty about that? This America, when you got to open your eyes and see misery loves company and there's a control factor here at play because some partners master the art of dragging the other partner along for the ride knowing that they want out too but they don't want to see them with anyone else so they think they could put them on a back burner for two years who in america is not going to have sex for two years it's not just about sex as humans we need affection and love who's going to wait on a back burner if you know you're not doing what you need to be doing to fix in the relationship or a marriage, then you should not get mad when it comes to an end. It's, it, let me tell you, America, in the relationship healthy means, this is what it really means. Okay, we was in this relationship. There was good times and bad times. Unfortunately, we can't go no farther in it. Let's go our own separate ways peacefully. Now, people say, well, how do you get to the peaceful part? You get to the peaceful part America by saying this wasn't the best relationship but there was good times, bad times but I'm walking away and I'm taking nothing but the positive aspects of this relationship with me. Now some of y'all might be in your feelings right now. Oh, they ain't no damn positive aspect to the relationship. With that mentality you'll find yourself in another bad relationship and you'll find yourself harassing your ex trying to do grimy things to bring them down, uh, vindictive stuff, and an, another man or woman won't date you because you'll have the stench of bitterness on you. And you can try to cover it up. You can sing all the church and praise songs you want. You can try to cover up. He ba 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 said all that tongue crap behind your mom and everybody try to cover it up. But guess what? People could read other people. They can see the bitterness in you. I myself, like most of you, have been in many relationships. I don't harp on the things that went wrong. Because each person I met was a different journey. And there were positive aspects to that journey. And that's what I chose to take. Because I don't. it's not fair to me to meet someone else that's new. And I got this like hidden grudge or bitterness about... What happened in my past relationship? Perfect example. My mother. My mother and father were married for over 20-something years. They fought and fussed all the time, like most black parents. Argued all the time. My mom would do narcissistic things to my father, and my father would respond in a very unhealthy manner. So my father used to drink. God bless the dead. He quit drinking. Cold turkey. Said he wanted to live a better life. 
He wants to live a better life and be a better him. Follow me with that. Remember that comment. So my father approached my mother and says, I want to save my marriage and and be a, a father to my kids and a good husband. I think we should seek marriage counselor. This is in the early 90s. My mother tells him, hell fucking no. Because she's a narcissistic. She in her feelings. No. She don't, she don't want to seek marriage counseling. So I guess she figured this man wouldn't leave. So he left. Starts dating my stepmom. Years later, they have my brother, my little sister. Yeah, my dad might have had slight marital problems. Like, you know, anybody going to have arguments and spats. But my dad told me before he passed, that every time he came home, he was able to come home in peace. He was able to come home to a woman that wanted to be with him. That spoke to him respectfully. And he spoke back to her respectfully. He was able to take nice vacation trips with my stepmom. They were able to buy a nice house in Georgia before he passed away. I watched my dad turn around and become an amazing father. Just not to my half-sister and brother, but also to me and my older sister. When my dad stopped drinking and moved out the house, he became a different human being. See, America, the point I'm trying to make is sometimes we are involved in relationships that are toxic, that's not going anywhere, um, and the other person don't want to work on the relationship. And my dad realized in order for him to be the best him, if my mother would not comply and go to marriage counseling and follow through with it, he was going to fall back into that same vicious cycle. So what he said was, I'm out. I love my kids, but he wanted for us to see him in the best light possible. And that's what I saw from my dad. I saw a man that turned himself around and had a prosperous career. Uh, His finances increased in abundance. He paid for me to go to college. My dad was at my graduation. He dropped me off at college on the first day of school, my freshman year. Amazing parent. Every time he saw my dad, he was happy. He was never bitter. That's ending a relationship healthy. Now, my mom, on the other hand, she didn't end it in a healthy manner. She went through depression. She closed her blinds and windows. She wouldn't talk to people. She assaulted me. Uh, She was angry and bitter that he left. And decades went by and she got worse. And she began to hate other men. And openly says it, even to this day, that all men are fucking dogs. Even though she never dated all men. Matter of fact, my mom never had another boyfriend or man after my dad. To the day that she showed my dad's funeral, she was still bitter. And even to this very day, as I'm talking to you, America, she still is bitter. Never had another man. You know why? The stench of bitterness and unhappiness was all over her. And no man wanted to deal with that. So that's why I'm saying when you in a relationship, America, you have to take the best from it. And if you know that you one of the people that didn't want to help fix the marriage or the relationship... You should be the least bitter. Because you already tell another person. You tapped out. Long time ago. I myself. I used to be married. 
people say, you don't miss your wife? Look, I'm always going to love my wife. That She's the mother of my kids. But it's a certain type of love I got for her. Not in love with her, but it's a certain type of love I got for her. I have a different level of respect for her than I do for other women I come across on the street. Why is the mother of my kids? Somebody say, how would you feel if you found out she was having sex with somebody else? I wouldn't care. That's good. We're adults. We're going to have sex with other people. I just ask her to protect herself because she has my children and I don't need her catching AIDS or some STD where she won't be able to be a good mother to the kids. And I question she probably feel the same way about me to some degree. But I took the positive from our marriage that we had and how I grew and what I see now, how I supposed to be with the next person. I took the positive from it. I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to harp on the negative things that didn't happen. Both of us was wrong in why this marriage collapsed. Hope we both learn from our mistakes and we can move on. The next person we get, we could put them first and not mommy and daddy or the church or something first and stuff. And we could both move forward in progress. But, I, you know, I want to see her happy. I, but most importantly, I want to see myself happy. That's why I chose to leave any negative aspects about the marriage on the table. I don't want to take that with me anywhere I go. And people say, well, how's that working for you? Especially some of you angry women out there. Like I said, I had one sister hit me up on Facebook. Uh, I don't know what she was trying to get at, but girlfriend, you got to get your life together because I ain't nothing but a bucket of smiles over here. But anyway, um, that's why my joy and happiness when you have happiness in you, true happiness, not putting on a fake smile, true happiness, that energy, the energy of happiness flowing through you, you attract better people in your lives. The people I have been coming across, just not women, but like business networking, uh, friends, uh, has been higher quality, better people with more integrity about themselves and can help advance me into the position I need to be in life. When I was unhappy, which I'm not going to lie, I was unhappy, depressed, worried, anxiety in the past. I had shitty ass frat brothers around me that was shady as hell. I was finding myself sitting in environments uh, that was beneath me. Drinking with people that was beneath me. Hanging with low lives and stuff. It's because the energy that you let dwell in you and you create inside you is what you're going to attract to you. You cannot attract fabulous people, outstanding people in your life if you're filled with anger, depression, resentment, and bitterness. In a relationship peacefully, you don't badmouth the other person, the people in the street. You don't get your whole church to turn on them. Uh, you don't try to do lowball tactics by dragging them to court for nonsense. Look, if you don't want to be with them, you should be happy that it ended. You should let it go. You should say, hey, look, we're cool with each other. We're not together. I'm happy. You happy. Let's all move forward. But if you're in it peacefully, you shouldn't be fighting and arguing when there's kids involved. You have to co-parent, especially if they turn into teenagers. Y'all need to find the best way to co-parent healthily together. You're supposed to be a team. Even though you're not living together, you're not sleeping with each other, but you're still a team because you have to raise these kids together. 
So you need to have some form of peace. But America, if you cannot find that peace, America, you need to go get some counseling. And if your counselor is not working, and because there's some bad counselors out there that's letting their clients just fall through the cracks. If your counselor is not taking you to the next level of development in your life, seek another counselor. Counselor is not designed to be your buddy or your friend. If y'all end up developing that relationship, that's cool. But their job is to get you to the best level of you that you can be. But it is possible to end a relationship peacefully. The choice is yours. You know if you're angry, bitter, vindictive. If you start to feel those emotions, go talk to someone. And not your loudmouth homegirl that's single her damn self with two, three baby daddies and stuff. Or your homeboy that's got two, three baby mamas ain't taking care of the kids. Talk to someone that's healthier than you. Someone that's living the life that you're trying to get to. Talk to them. I need help. I need to talk to you. I got all this anger and bitterness. It's all right to be angry and bitter, but you have to find a way to get up, to get past that. You have to face it. Some of you hate facing fear and confrontation. So you take flight all the time. And when you take flight, you never grow as a person. You become stagnated emotionally and mentally stagnated in your life. Because you never face your fear. And you're just stuck at this certain level. And the, and the hand won't go no farther and won't go no lower. But you're stuck at this level. And everyone and everything that come in contact with you, you sabotage it and destroy it. Because you never grew as a person from your situation. Take time to better yourself. Relationships end. I'm not going to act like it don't hurt. Yes, it does. I'm telling you, America, when I separated from my wife, it hurt. I was an amazing dad to my kids. I was the vice president of PTA. I picked them up every day from school. My kids was my all and my everything. And they still are. But unfortunately, our marriage had to come to an end. Now, where I'm at, being the best me I could be and being the best me I could be around my kids. Showing my children a healthy parent and a healthy dad. A healthy parent that gets up with a prosperous career, that's independent, live on his own, don't depend on no one. Make things happen versus waiting for somebody else to make it happen for them. That's what I show my kids. Dad that's out having a good time. When I go play golf, I take a picture of myself and I send it to my daughters and my son because I want to show them in life you can have a good time. You can smile. You don't have to be stuck around certain people to have a good time or do things. You can get up independently on your own and travel and enjoy life. That's what I show my kids. Not someone that can't go anywhere unless they got their sisters or aunts or moms with them. I'm showing them this is someone living their life at 40 years old. Being the best them that could be. Going to the gym, getting fit, extra sexy, abs on fleet. That's why I show my kids, yo, look. And then most importantly, above all, I show my kids love. You know why? Because I love myself. And if you're going to end a relationship peacefully, you have to love yourself. You got, you need to love yourself before you begin a relationship. Because I tell people all the time, if you cannot look at yourself in the mirror butt naked, and you don't, you can't stand looking at your body, Now, how is somebody else supposed to love you when you don't even love yourself that much where you can't even look at yourself? 
I love every inch of my body. And I say it in every episode because I want to drill it into y'all head that y'all need to start loving yourselves. You need to start pampering yourselves. Go get them aside. Black women, stop talking all that nonsense bullshit about you don't want nobody touching your body. You ashamed of your body. Hell, if you know you overweight, you overweight. But that still doesn't mean that you can't go get a massage or you can't go get a facial done. I'm out here on the dating scene and some of you women look rough. How the hell I'm more just put together than you and you a female? Crusty ass toenails, boogers in your nose. Whoa, shit. It could be South Carolina. I don't know. But y'all, some of y'all looking rough. Pamper yourself. I will not talk to a sister. That, that's one of the key things I ask a girl. Hey, can you look at your... And I'm not being vulgar about when I ask you that. There's a reason. Hey, when you look in the mirror, do you like what you see? Can you strip down completely naked and stand in the mirror and look at your body? Do you take pictures of yourself? Not naked, but like just pictures in general. Because I know women that don't even want to... They, they don't even want pictures taken of them. How is somebody supposed to love you and you don't even want to be in a photo? You don't even want to be in a photo. But you want love from your man or your woman, and you don't even want to be in a photo. Come on, America. Wake up. That's a breeding zone for insecurities. And those insecurities are going to come right back up when your relationship ends. So, America, I'm going to end the show now. Take the time. If you breaking up, if you need a woo-saw moment, it's going to hurt. But that's the growth. You got to go through the pain. You can't run from it. Got to go through it. Buckle down. Deal with it. Experience it. Embrace it. Grow and learn from it. But take the positive from it. I mean, your mind always going to revert back to some negative aspect. That's human nature. But you don't have to harp on that. You can say, yeah, she was to get on my nerves. She was a narcissistic. She was never wrong about anything. Yeah, you can say that. But that's but all that tells me is, okay, Next time around, you know not to look for a narcissist. Look for somebody that can say they sorry. But she was an amazing cook, an amazing parent. She was spiritually supportive. See, you start saying those things, you start getting that good feeling in your body. And before you know it, you start attracting better people, healthier people in your life. It's the laws of attraction. You can't attract someone to you that's amazing and wonderful and you bitter, angry, and vengeful. It's not going to work. You're going to sabotage that relationship. I'm your host, The Red Baron. We have more shows coming. I thank y'all for the support tuning in. You can find me on Google Podcasts, Spotify, AnchorFM.com, and Republican Radio. That's Republic Radio, not Republican Radio. I stand correct. And many, many other. Breaker and all. Tune in for more shows. Spread the word. Boots on the Street podcast. We're here. We're here for the people. And we're just having good conversation. That's what it's about in this day and age. Talking about the topics that matter. The topics that matter day to day. I love y'all, America. Good night.